Ross Delaney. And this is Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey! Back again. Yeah, we almost there. We'll, we'll get to it. And also, this is a clear to air. Y'all probably like, if y'all hate the book so much, like, why, why y'all keep going on? Because we said we was finished, so we finished. Yeah, we said it. I mean, I've already, I finished it. I finished it because I was like, you know what? I, I had already, I was reading ahead because I just wanted to get to the end. <laughs> like, I just wanted, and like, it got to the point where I was like, who stole the damn violin? Where is the violin? Like, it just got to the point where I was like, are we actually going to figure, like, are we ever going to find out? Part like, two. Like, come on. Right? Could you imagine? Yes. Nah, I would have to run up on him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I could imagine. I would really have to. Well, I'm not. We're going to talk about it later because I have I've marked some areas. This book could have been, I'm not even exaggerating, at least a third of the uh one third of the length. Oh, yeah. And you're, yeah. I, I cannot believe how irrelevant the vast majority, the vast majority, this could have been a short story. Like dead I, ass. I was girl, I was just about to say novella. You like you could have put this shit on medium. Like I'm not even like I'm not trying to do too much. I like especially on no on no black man, especially in Miss Company. But listen, I had to go through the. I, okay, had is a strong word, but I'm just saying like the way I would have left a long time ago because this whole story I'm not exaggerating could have been done in fifty pages. No, you're absolutely right, and it's it's annoying because it's like. If you was finna drag it out like this, make it good. Like, I'm I'm annoyed, and I had to. I didn't have to do a good job of managing my schedule this week, so I had to get up at three to do something, and then I and then I had to like read. At, I was reading at five a.m. I'm like, I cannot believe. Not you starting your day. <laughs> I cannot believe I am reading this book. Who who's fault is it, Katie's? But that's not the point. My point <laughs> is that of the things I had to do. One of which was this book. And I was mad about it. I was. I was like, I, had, I took a little nap after this to cleanse before I, you know, went about my day. So how, how much more you got left? I'm following along with them. I know. I'm just trying to th- see how long this is. How long? Because the epilogue is only one, two. It's really only, it's really only two pages because two of the pages mm. are not four pages. And then... I think I have my bookmark on. I don't know. I have my bookmark on the thing. So yeah, so there's not that much left. Yeah. I'm very excited. One to be done, but two to talk to you about how this went. And also, I was we recording early, earlier, so like, I can, we can, I can air my grievance. I ain't gotta like remember my grievances. I'll be able to air them all right away. Cause I'm probably gonna read it. Ooh, do I want to sell you the Sabbath with this book? Uh, but Sunday's the most time I got. Yeah, because Saturday I gotta, I gotta practice. Oh, sorry, Jesus, but yeah, I'm reading on Sunday, so may the Lord give you strength. The Lord gonna have to fight with me because He was trying to keep my eyes open this morning reading this book. Well, all right. The news this week. So, a couple of days ago, on Monday, I logged onto Twitter.com. 
Well, that's your first mistake. <laughs> and I said, quote, I need something to happen in the classical music world before Thursday because I'm truly running out of stuff to say during the news segment of our show, end quote. I was looking for stuff to for the news on, on Monday. Okay, me ahead of time. I was like, like girl. I was like... At 6.30 looking for, let me see what they got. Because that's what <laughs> I'd be doing. And then it'd be kind of panicky because normally I'll see stuff throughout the week, but then I'd be f- forgetting where I saved it. I'm like, did I see it in the email? Did I see it on Instagram? Did I see, you know, did I screenshot yeah. it or not? Whatever. But I was like, okay, I'm going to try to start at least doing some classically black stuff ahead of time because I can't even remember the last time I remembered to edit an episode. Like, it's always... I'm tucking myself in on Sunday night. And you know that Squidward meme where his eyes go open? Like, yeah. that's that's how it would be <laughs> every my routine, Sunday. I just do it on Monday morning every time. Yes. Because one thing about me, I can't stay up to do nothing. Remember that, remember that when I was writing that term paper from hell? I, whatever it was, my thesis. And I was like, I'm, you were up with me. And I was like, I'm going to take me a little nap. And you were like, a nap? And I kind of felt bad because like, you literally up here staying up with me. And I was like... Girl, I'll be in the bed. Like, I'd rather get up, like I said, at 3 a.m. and just start fresh. Yeah, we're yeah, the opposite in that way because I, I'd rather stay. Because once I go to sleep, I've slept through so many things just oh, throughout okay. my life. There was a period of time where I was sleeping through stuff so much that I would wake up in a panic. Like, I would wake up, like, oh, that's different. And, and check my phone, like, oh my God, what are Like, because oh, I was okay, sleeping okay. through stuff so often. So it's like, I really can't guarantee. The only time I risked that is when I was at the Rubin Institute and we literally had. That was brutal. We had workshops all day, go to a concert at 7, then turn around a review by 7 a.m. the next morning. Oh, that's insane. For like five days <laughs> straight. And that's the only time where I went to sleep and trusted myself to wake up. But mm-hmm. I always, I never went to sleep with a blank page. I always wrote like a skeleton or a draft, mm-hmm. always some sort of draft. It was never ready to turn in. But if I did oversleep, I would yeah. I wouldn't be empty handed, but also yeah. I would be freaking embarrassed to turn in any of that stuff because it was really like like placeholders for adjectives mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It wasn't ready, but that's the only time. And thank God I never slept through anything. So I've been an old lady all my life. I always I'll never forget we had a, the AP exam, AP US history. I was on the phone with my friend. It was eight o'clock. I'm like, well, girl, I'm going to bed. She's like, girl, what? I'm like, I will wake up at five a.m. And start again. My brain is starting to ooze out of my ears. Like I've always been an old lady. This was high. It was junior year. I was I was sixteen. I gotta go to bed. I don't, I'm not productive at night. And my sister split the difference. She used to, and it was annoying because we shared a room. She would come home at four, and then sleep until like nine or ten or something, and then stay up till like three o'clock in the morning and do everything, and then like. <laughs> like to come like every day went to sleep right after school mm. like but anyway yeah so i tweeted that you know pleading for something to happen two days later what a doozy oh um, catch this i saw your tweet and i was like what happened i'm like then i was like i'm literally gonna find out i, I must find out um two days later now the cleveland orchestra discriminating against a trans employee Placido Domingo now he linked to a child sex trafficking ring in Argentina. I was like, whoa. I was like, I "I am so sorry, (laughs) y'all. People was like, what have you done? (laughs) The 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 sex trafficking ring is crazy. Yeah, so that's what I saw first. Wait, what was the first one? 
so the Cleveland Orchestra, they're getting a lawsuit because they're discriminating against a transgender employee. What? Yeah, so we're going to get into both oh, of they those. Both. They both. Yeah. What y'all doing? So there's a, a, a 29-year-old trans woman by the name of Rem- Ransky who is working as a web developer at the Cleveland Orchestra. Um, on August 10th, she filed a lawsuit in federal court um, arguing that the Cleveland Orchestra and the Business Administrators and Consultants Incorporated, which is the orchestra's third-party healthcare administrator, was unlawfully and intentionally discriminating against her um, when it refused to cover a surgery because she's a trans woman. So, um, she had already transitioned prior to, um, prior to coming to the Cleveland Orchestra, which doesn't really, she said that's not really, like, worthwhile or whatever for her own like for what she thinks but in terms of like actual lawsuit like you kind of have to I guess you have to like include details like that Mm -hmm. um so in in terms of making a legal argument she's like I've already like transitioned like this is literally my life right now so in the fall 2021 after she started Cleveland Orchestra she began experiencing pain and discomfort um which was a complication from a prior surgery that was a part of her transition. Mm. And her medical support staff said that she needed surgical intervention. And while I was reading this whole story, I was like, I just felt so terrible that like, like you could tell, like the article was kind of talking around it because it's like, people should not have to disclose. I was just going to say like, she's talking about all this stuff. She should not have to do all that. All your business, what you're going through, your medical business, your personal business. And people are already so hateful and stuff like that. And you got to go. Yeah. This makes me feel real bad. Like, um, basically. So she needs surgical intervention to relieve the pain. Um, and she highlighted that, the surgery that she needs has nothing to do with being trans. It's a procedure that anyone with a vagina might need. She said, my, my body part has an issue with it. Anybody with this body part could need this procedure. So she had the, the surgery that was scheduled for July 22nd. But on July 1st, the Cleveland Orchestra switched healthcare providers and became self-insured. Um, which And they were contracting that organization, BAC, to administer... Uh, new healthcare offerings so sh- the um the employee reached out to hr to be her own advocate to make sure that her surgery would remain covered because it was already coming up since they had since they had this new insurance and so she submitted documentation from her medical team um that you know dis- that disclosed the necessity of the surgery um and on july 14th eight days before the surgery was supposed to take place the insurance company denied her request for coverage. Um, so her care team tried to intervene on her behalf, but when they did so, they said the company shut them down immediately um, and just was like, nah, we're not covering it. So according to the lawsuit, um, they're saying that the surgery is not medically necessary and therefore... Um, how y'all know what like i'm confused she literally submitted the documentation saying this is this is medically necessary and they're like nah i'm sad yeah girl get your money nowhere to be found 
Right. Like, literally a whole team, of, like a gaggle of doctors is like, <laughs> yeah, she needs this. And they're like, mm. So after this whole thing, this exchange between her care team and the insurance company went down, that's when she found out that the Cleveland Orchestra has a clause in its insurance policy that excluded, quote, transsexual surgery or any treatment leading to or in connection with transsexual surgery, end quote. That's what it says. Very outdated language, but that's what it says in there. And y'all switched to that in 2022. And I know y'all read it. I know y'all had people read it because why wouldn't you? It's literally people's job to do that. And you read that and you was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Y'all cutting the check. Because first of all, okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's insane. And m- meanwhile, this whole time, like, she's literally in physical pain. Like, all that this, like, all while this is going on. Um, So at this point is when um is is when she filed the lawsuit um the orchestra did release a statement of course generic statement saying it doesn't tolerate discrimination of any type you literally do it's in your thing what are you talking about and, and they said they said quote we share this individual's frustration no you, you do not you don't you literally don't <laughs> what also also that's like me. I'm strike. That's like me striking a match and holding it on your forehead, and you screaming and hollering. I'm like, I sh- You know, I feel you, Katie. I feel you. like you are literally the the root of the frustration. You do First not of share. All, y'all need to y'all need to hire some different people over there because that's the best statement y'all got. First of all, I feel like in this situation, no statement would have been better because to to literally lie and say y'all don't support discrimination when <laughs> that's literally what this is. Until you find somebody else to do your statements and your public public relations, you should have just did no statement. Yeah. And so ba- the basis of the lawsuit is that um, in the Affordable Care Act, it prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex, including uh, sexual orientation or gender identity in any health care program or activity that receives federal financial assistance. And I was like, I mean, you know, I'm not no legal jargon, but I was like, what about the ones that don't use federal <laughs> They gotta have okay. a little something though, but um, but the Cleveland Orchestra and BAC both receive federal yeah. funds, so that's how they, um, that's the basis of the lawsuit. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just getting on my nerves. So they have twenty days from the court filing, which was on August tenth. They have twenty days to respond to the lawsuit. Um, and if they continue to exclude the surgery, the case is gonna move forward. Um and and her lawyer is going to be looking to expedite the process period um it's because she's she's still working and she's still in pain um and she's also facing medical consequences for delaying the surgery because Mm. usually when you don't fix things they get worse worse. um and apparently the latest round of her blood work came back with concerning results this is just very disgusting to me like she's rescheduled the surgery for October, but it's at this point unclear whether or not it's going to be delayed again because of this lack of coverage. Miss Mama should just go on ahead and get the surgery and then crowdfund. Yeah, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you know there might be a way for people to to help her out. And if I, I'll keep my eye out for it, if I see it, then I'll let y'all know. 
Yeah, she should do like a. I mean, I know people, people are transphobic and stuff like that, but there's a lot of people who are not, and you know, especially like a case like this, people will rally around her, get you a GoFundMe, and just go down to the hospital to get your stuff, girl, because they're like, yeah, it's about to be like a six hundred thousand, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar surgery, but your life is worth way more than that. Mm-hmm. And then make these people figure it out. Yeah. Listen, I ain't no financial guru, but and I know like financial debt can be, you know, can take a, a toll on your mental health. But also, I feel like your life is more. Girl, we rally around you. I go ahead and get the surgery, and then we figure it out. Cause what? So what? You wait till October, and then what? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they really need to fix this, especially because she was literally just about to get it just about to get it and then y'all change y'all insurance to something like you don't even take into consideration how that's going to affect your employees it's literally their health insurance and that's why i don't like because see this i don't know why everybody playing with people's health insurance during a freaking during two pandemics because when we were talking about the san antonio symphony and they retaliated against you know their um they're musicians by taking away their health insurance. It's like, why are y'all playing with people's lives like this? I just don't understand. Girl, the more I, the more business I be in, it's a lot of. It's a, I'm not gonna say it obviously, but it's a lot of stuff that be going on in the orchestras now. Hmm. It's a it's a lot. Of, <laughs> it's like a what? lot of stuff. Like what? I ain't gonna say. Obviously, I ain't gonna say. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. Yeah. yeah, one day it's gonna be a tell-all. I actually heard somebody working on that. A classical music, a black classical musician tell-all. I want to put their business out there though. Who? Don't don't say it for real because I'm not gonna remember to cut it out. But like, yeah. give me give me like a little like. This is a person who's been in the industry for a very long time. We know you them? probably you probably know of them. Are we cool with them? We I don't think either of us know them like personally. Okay. I was but just... we have been we have both been around them. I've definitely played with them. Um Okay, I was just asking to cover my personal bases in my mind. Mm. If you catch my drift. I was just trying to see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you might have heard of them. I'll take better. But okay. um but I don't want to put tell all will be lit. For real. I'm t- some of the stuff that I've, I've, I even today, I just swallowed them like, you know what, I need a job. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. Cause I'm just like, what did you mean by that? See. Uh, the stuff I have to put up with cause I need money is just so disgusting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was thinking about what you said when you was like, I hate doing stuff that remind me that I'm broke. And I was like, see. Because. Because. Man, I need to hit a lick or find a rich dude. No, for real. Um. Okay, so on to the next ridiculousness. Prosecutors in Argentina have linked um, disgraced opera singer Placido Domingo to a criminal group um, that was a front for sex for sex trafficking, including of minors as well as other crimes. So last Wait, real quick, week, real quick, what was he disgraced for? For this? No, or or he has a history of 
essay and stuff like that yeah i can give i can give background i was gonna circle back around to that but oh, okay, yeah, okay it makes it makes more sense so since 2019 more than 20 women have come forward publicly with misconduct 20. claims against domingo we've talked about this but it was a 2019 so oh, like, let's be going from glory to glory i don't know we talked about last week oh I mean, the books that's the only thing that's keeping me yeah like three years ago and um as a result of those accusations he parted ways with the met um and he also resigned from his role as the general director of the la opera um he was also removed from the young artist's early career program at the washington national opera in washington dc um in 2020 where he has served as the artistic director and general director um from 1996 to 2011 um but his international career oh I, I don't know what's going on across the pond but they do not care about nothing they don't care Be- about a thing because he he thriving over there first of all he should have been retired he 81 I'm like, first of all, y'all don't even be singing that long. So y'all really going out of your way to keep this man employed. Y'all really going out of your way. And of course he has all that blackface stuff because opera. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But last week, uh, police conducted 50 raids against the BA group, which operated under the name um, Buenos Iris. I always, I don't know how to say that word. Uh, yoga school, and nineteen people were arrested in those raids. Yoga um, school is crazy, girl. Um, wow. And numerous broadcast channels in Latin America have been airing excerpts of audio recordings that were obtained by wiretap that include a voice of a man who they claim, who the authorities claim is Domingo, uh, making plans with members of the alleged criminal ring um they haven't disclosed the dates of those audio recordings but um in one excerpt from the wiretap um a man who they say is domingo is heard talking to a woman named mindy um with whom he is allegedly making plans for a sexual encounter on the tape he describes details of his plans to leave at dinner separately from his agents and other representatives to elude their notice so that he can meet her and then another excerpt includes her uh, calling the alleged leader of the crime ring uh, juan perkowitz okay um to celebrate that she has confirmed plans with a man whom she refers to as placido um of course npr where i'm reading this from and i'll look in the description they reached out to uh to his representatives for comment but didn't receive a response i'm like i bet y'all didn't um and they will they're gonna update with any comments from him which i doubt there will be um so yeah that's what he's got going on terrible as always imagine spending the rest of your days in jail like you can't you can hardly stand up straight no more you finna be in the slammer period um what is wrong with y'all i I said that at least seven times a day like, I don't know. I just be like, what is wrong an with Argentinian y'all? sex trafficking ring of minors? <laughs> like, where y'all even be finding this stuff at? He from <laughs> Spain. Where you even like? <laughs> you across the globe? Okay. All right. Um, but there was a sliver, a sliver of good news. Um, it was just announced that uh, Salon is gonna be composing an original score for um the new york city ballet's fall fashion gala which is going to make her the first black woman to have composed a score for a production um at the new york city ballet 
so congrats to her that's going to be debuting on september 28th at the lincoln center in new york city um and y'all can get y'all tickets if y'all could go i'm trying to go on may okay piriana i'm going I, i'm trying to go back to new york because i want to see that other black opera at the Met. the third marshall one oh, that's the third marshall one Oh, I just I, I'm just saying stuff. It's oh no, this him. one is about that boxer. I think it's called Champion. Mm. Yeah, it's about that boxer. He was gay, and then the opponent dude was yelling homophobic slurs and stuff, and then he killed him in the ring. And I was like, "Well, don't start no, won't be none." So period. Did you yeah. bad? Stand up. Oh, okay. Stand piss. So. Okay, I'm looking up a new. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully those overlap. I might go to both. Who knows? But yeah, you not let me a good ballot. I don't think I've ever been to a ballet. I've been to a portion of a ballet. Ballet is so good. I'm like, you like you really do all that on your little toes. That's crazy. And I, I don't remember where I was at when I saw this ballet. I literally can't for the life of me remember. So that's fun. I I went to the. Um, I try to go to the Nutcracker like every year, but I did not have that much of an enjoyable experience because we were like all the way in the back, and COVID numbers were going back up. So I like I literally had no peace. So we gonna have to figure something else out this year. Well, yeah. All right for the um intermission, which it is time for. I wanted to know about like any rituals or routines you have implemented, like since we have been transitioning to this like post COVID let me stop lying this post pandemic whatever we got going on situation because like one thing for me is like as my schedule picks back up I'm like I really be at my house like I can remember the last time I was outside of my house like I mean I was like getting my artist diploma last year so I had classes but still so much of my life was still like online or whatever and I'm actually like teaching kids in person going um going to the MSO office in person whatever so I just want to know about like any any rituals or any like routines that you have implemented to make like your transition easier to give you more peace anything like that peace okay my cousin (laughs) actually two of my cousins they posted this thing talking about like oh the real like wealth is peace of mind or something like that i was like not being dead <laughs> girl please <laughs> period i'm be having chaos of mind <laughs> i mean you have to make some peace because if you th- if you focus so much on what's going on around you you will, it will be never ending i try to think like so um one thing that i started started back doing is going to the gym i used to be a gym babe you know back in my my highlight my hot hey days 2017 2018 i would never forget one of my favorite memories <laughs> of me and delaney is me begging her for weeks on end to come to the gym with me she went she had a terrible time and then we never went back and we never spoke of it like it literally never came back up until this very moment like delaney had i mean for my perspective Delaney had a terrible time we was on the elliptical I was like let's do 30 minutes Delaney's like I am doing 10 and did yeah, 10 30 30 is crazy 
30 is and, crazy especially because i'm out of shape i don't work out you coming from working out i'm coming from not working out yeah. whatever. i mean i'm trying to work out right now because it's getting girl i have to tell you like it's just it's really an emergency at this point <laughs> like, an emergency <laughs> is um, you're annoying <laughs> it's an emergency cold red <laughs> <laughs> Wee oo, wee oo, wee oo. Oh, like, clear the streets. Please like, be serious. I am begging. Nah, it's an emergency. I'm sorry. Like, it really just is. Oh my gosh. It was just funny to me. I mean, not her suffering, but like, mm-hmm. Delaney really was not trying to do anything I was telling her to do. She really was wanted to go home the whole time. And then we left, and we probably went to Chipotle after. I don't remember that part, but yeah, so I used to be a gym babe. And I'm getting back into that. And I like, I take this class called Body Pump. I freaking love Body Pump. It's like high rep. You can make the you can make the weights as much as you want. But like, you know, it's high rep, like high or low intensity, me- medium intensity to hour class. I love going at 6 a.m. I'll be in there with, my, with a mask on. So it's a little bit harder. And I just feel like I'm ready to start my day. I come back. I make a smoothie. I drink a cup of coffee. I'm on my viola. And I'm just like that's a ritual that i have you know adapted the past like several weeks that i really like and i feel like i've been able to stick to and this makes me feel like um being productive makes me feel better even though sometimes i can't be productive and you know i just work through that but being productive doesn't make me feel better and like when i'm starting my day um today i did not go because i had to mark some parts and i had to read this book and I had to make a choice. I was like, how chaotic do I want today to go? So I made a choice not to go. However, I will be be back next week. And I just I just like getting up, going to the gym, coming back, drinking my little smoothie, getting a cup of coffee, and I'm on my viola. And I'm just, you know, that's definitely a ritual that makes me feel like back in my body. Because I feel like I felt like I've been so out of my body since the pandemic. So I feel like I'm slowly starting to come back into my body. And yeah. Okay. What about you? Well, to be honest, I don't have one, but it's this is mental illness at its finest. Okay, I'm about to tell y'all. I will do stuff that I'm like, wow, this is really helping me. Let me never do that again. Like <laughs> I cannot tell y'all how much it helps me to meditate. Why do I never do it? Okay, ever. Hold on, can we pull over for a second? Mr. Taylor used to want me to meditate. He used to make us meditate all the time in studio class. And as a person who prays, I find it very difficult slash silly. Not silly in general. There are literally people's religions who center on meditation. I'm not saying that, not too mm-hmm. much. I'm just saying, like, for me, I feel silly in my body when I meditate because I'm like, I close my eyes and I'm just like, dang, like what am I having for dinner? Which Mr. Taylor said is normal. Like you supposed to, those yeah. thoughts are supposed to come and then you just, they just go. But as a person who prays, I'm just like, when I close my eyes, I'm talking to God and I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So how do you, how did you learn to like do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and what do you do? You be in your bed, you sit on the floor. Like I usually sit, I sit upright on my bed mm. and um, yeah, I mean, I just try not to like I try one you're supposed to like 
feel like different parts of your body yeah. i know there's there's a difference there is i guess like a difference between like meditation and mindfulness i feel like mindfulness has more like directions and mm-hmm. stuff but like um it's just like I really and I don't do it for long. I think I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna go longer and longer and longer. When I mm-hmm. first started doing it, I did it for three minutes mm-hmm. at a time, and then I up to five minutes, you know. And it's just like there's literally no time of your day, even when you're praying, because when you're praying, you're literally having a conversation with God. But mm-hmm. like there's like no other time besides when you're unconscious that you are just like actively clearing your mind and starting from a from like a blank slate. Mm-hmm. like and just practicing doing that because like something is always like and also i'm very forgetful so i'm very sporadic once i remember stuff i'm I'm just like let me just oh this oh that like it just pops back up in my head so that's just like a way to do that i mean i could definitely see it feeling kind of silly at first just like I mean, manifestation seems it just seems so silly to me. Like that's something that I'm just like, like I just I know you're supposed to say stuff until you believe it or whatever. But I'd rather what I found that works for me, and I know that this is not the end all, be all. It's not going to be the end step. But what is working for me right now is not denying myself of what I actually think, but doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't know, like. You know, you're supposed to be like, oh, I'm going to do great. I'm going to get this thing. Sometimes I'll be like, I feel like I don't have a chance in hell, but I'm going to try it anyway. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and eventually, like what I'll be saying one thing that I say in those situations, I say, I believe, I say, I don't think this is going to happen, but I believe in miracles and I believe miracles can happen to me. Now, mm-hmm. I will eventually get to the point where I start acknowledging that some of these things are not miracles. They are literally the fruits of my labor. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just regular things. But right now, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's where I'm at. So, but, yeah, I'm going to start med- meditating because I'm finna go back to school on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. And so, I can't believe I'm about to be a student. I can't believe it. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I was on campus today. I was like, first of all, this is very overwhelming. Coming from Eastman, that's like literally three buildings, and one of them is the one that you live in. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the other one, like, is just the library and like two classrooms, and then everything is in this mm-hmm. one building. I was like, where am I? What is this? Do you drive down there? I drove today, and I'm, and then I had to walk through this whole thing and then i look over here here's the school of dentistry and then here's the cinematic arts and it's cool because music music cinematic arts and dance are all together mm-hmm. but um then i walk to the bookstore the bookstore is like three levels and it has a skincare store inside the bookstore i'm like what is this like this is a like it's a very overwhelming like this is only a corner of the campus and so i'm yeah. just like this is a school there's almost fifty thousand students girl when i went there for a lesson i was like i had to walk like you know i had to walk like 15 minutes from my car to get to the um the, the music building because it's so big and like yeah. where can you park and now yeah. and i don't even know which music building i was in i was i wasn't even in the yeah, music a couple yeah i was in the uh, uh studio building oh yeah see yeah it's just a lot going on so we're gonna see we're gonna we're gonna figure it out but yeah, I need to. I really need to crack down on meditating at least at least before I go to bed. It's easier for me to do it before I go to bed than when I wake up. Mm-hmm. 
because when I wake up, I just have my my order. I, and that's a ritual. Thing. You do like you say you don't really have one. Like you get up, you be doing your oh, wordles, but it's not good. <laughs> oh no, but I do wordle before I go to sleep because I always stay. I always stay up past midnight. But actually, oh. I haven't been doing it for the past couple of days <clears throat> because I be doing. I you know I do all my word games. I do New York Times spelling bee sometimes but not all the time then i do new york times mini crossword and then i pick a word for the mini crossword i use that as my starting word for wordle then i do wordle quartal octordal and set a quartal ain't gonna yuck your yum girl <laughs> what <laughs> i said i ain't gonna yuck your yum do your thing <laughs> it's fine okay what i thought you like wordle I fell off. I, I mean, fr- so did I at this point because I do all of them. So I was like, sometimes you just don't have time. Like, I haven't done a wordle. When it was hot, I was doing wordle, and I did it, like, maybe, like, three to four weeks after it was hot, like, after people stopped posting theirs and stuff like that. And then randomly, like, <clears throat> Heather, like, our mutual, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, she posted a wordle, like, last month and i was like people still do a wordle so i was like let me see i used to love this giant let me see like um what's what's it talking about i went on i ain't finish it i was like oh i forgot that you gotta think and all i did that one the other day and i got it in two so i did post that one but yeah. but no mommy my my wake up ritual was not good the first thing i do is check my email and then i do that's insane i'm sorry really <laughs> email the first thing i do is i check my email and then i go in order from least i check my social media from least to most enjoy so i do instagram tiktok twitter because i know i'm gonna spend the most time on twitter so i don't even check i check facebook maybe once a month (laughs) i do not be over there and and then the notifications they be spamming me and it's like stuff that i keep because they want you over there it's like girl this is driving me away (laughs) y'all I mean, my workout ritual is not good. I mean, on, on the days that I don't go to the gym. But, like, I don't really care to fix it. Because I hear how the girls, like, this this um creator that I love, Hey Friend, Hey, her, her ritual is like, that sounds good in theory. But I know, Katie, I know that's going to last a week. Because she, like, gets up and she meditates and then like she turns on a candle or lights a candle and then like she stretches and then she goes on a morning walk and then she comes back and she showers and then she has some tea and like she's finally in her body and like she doesn't like to talk to anyone before 9 a.m and i'm just like girl that's real cute there's no way like i know you're not supposed to reach for your phone first thing in the morning i'm gonna reach for my phone like I don't and I don't really care to fix it like I'm sorry like there's other areas in my life where I try to be or I try to do good like I try like I the the gym thing you know even the night thing I know like people say like you're not supposed to use your phone right before you go to bed I'm finished my phone before I go to bed it makes me happy I like it like there's so little enjoyment (laughs) in this world like I'm gonna go on TikTok I love TikTok that's the that's the last app I see and the first app I see, she Dang. loves me. She great. She greets me. She gives me a hug. Like I just check my views, and that's <laughs> like I know you're not supposed to. Like I don't, especially like 
you know the girls who get on my nerves the girls who be like uh you ask them like oh how you read so much and they'd be like y'all asking us how you read but you you be on social media for two hours and this is like don't act oh don't be gosh. don't be dense don't act like reading is like an active thing yeah at the end of the day if you are dog tired at the end of the day like a couple nights ago i'm reading all about love with mara i was like let me try to get get a help ahead of myself and like read somebody so i gotta read all of it tomorrow and I was so tired in the day. Like, I was not going to read nothing. I wanted to just, like, scroll on Twitter. Especially that book. Because yeah, that's, like, you you really actively doing work. You, like. Because she, she going she, she gonna to chill on me. That's what I'm going to tell her. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, like, reading is active to me. It's not, like, I find it leisurely. Like, I have been reading a lot more lately. I have, have been enjoying that, bringing that hobby back around. But still, at the end of the day, I want to be on TikTok or Twitter. And I just want to, like relax like yeah the blue light da 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 girl the <laughs> aluminum the aluminum in the in the um the aluminum the deodorant the gmos everything yeah everything gonna kill us all right so i'm gonna have my blue light <laughs> right the carcinogens and yo such and such it's like right okay, girl, like, like everything breath. everything a thing can't yeah. do this, but eat grass and y'all need to stop running naturally this was a girl that was coming to body people i haven't seen her in so long why do you smell like hot cheetos at 6 a.m and maybe she's doing a workout before she comes because people do do that. They, like they do a workout and then they go to body pump. Very good. You need to be more self aware. You sticking up this whole corner. Put the natural deodorant away until <laughs> daylight savings. Father God. So it's just like I, some stuff, it's like it's balanced. It's some rituals that, like, yes, should I take the morning slow and get into my body and da da da? Yeah, but I'm finna be on TikTok. Sometimes it's a Bible app if I remember. If not, I get a little notification. I'd be like, hey, girl, don't break your streak. And I'll be like, okay, that's it. Yeah, like, that's not really high up on my priority list. Like, changing my morning situation because it's like, girl, it is what it is. But you're not I, a morning person, too. I love the mornings when the sun's see, coming in and like how it lights up your room. It's so relaxing and pretty, and like it's so still. I love the mornings, like the the disgust on your face. I love the mornings, like the way like it just feels, like everything feels fresh and new. Ooh, even better when it's like a rainy morning and like the rain is like lightly falling. Like it's just so. I love morning time. I hate the rain. See, and then <laughs> the other day, the other day I literally had to wake up at eight thirty. First of all, it was like for a furniture cleaning thing. They never even came. Okay, but 8.30. I remember thinking like, dang, I've been up all day. And it was like 10. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I didn't realize that was all of this day. Like, it's only 10. And we got the rest of the day. Isn't it great? No, it's like, this is a lot. Like, this is, I didn't even know all of these hours. What kind like, of day is this? tell you like when you when you get your day started at like seven it's like you got the whole day that's like much, that's too long that's <laughs> like too long. i don't know how fair, i did it in high school you have the whole day too you just yours is just shifted yeah so same because like when i tell you the minute these nights cut, cut off i gotta lay down <laughs> like it's even amazing that i signed up for eight o'clock recording time because knowing me because i like being up i like how fresh the morning feels like it's a new day a little bit of rain what about a new night 
I'm just, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm just maybe I'm trying to figure out have I been socialized by my my family to be a morning person because literally everybody in my family is a morning person except for my cousin Allison. Allison used to piss me off so bad when she came to visit Chicago because she would sleep till two. I'm like, oh, can we? What are we doing? The day is done. Why do you two? Um, I can't do nothing at night. I mean, want to lay down. My mom used to not be, but now she's been staying up later. And all of us are my sister, my auntie, and my grandma. We all stay up pretty late. I don't know. My grandma, she goes to lay down at a reasonable time, but she still be up. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us, yeah, we'll be up. I'm going to be asleep by midnight's kind of like my, all right, let's pack it up type oh. thing. Like every Ooh. night. Three, four, <laughs> five last night. <laughs> My main thing is if I go to bed that late, I'm still finna wake up at seven, which is why I don't, I don't know what that is about. That's why I don't even try. If I want a full night's sleep, 11 or 12, because if not, but yeah, anyway, it's time to move on. Right. It's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boom. Here's what happened. I'll give you a little quick rundown. So basically, Raekwon is in Russia. He's about to do the competition. So he get there, get his little, he go to the hotel, he get his little registration packet or whatever. That's where he meets this dude. Um, okay, hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. So he goes to the get his registration packet. His whole main thing right now is like he ain't really trying to win like that. He's really just trying to like he wants he knows that Medici TV is there, and he knows that when he gets if he can get on them cameras. He could like convince people to donate to his fund because remember, as hard as it may be, remember that the ransom is five million dollars or f- in Bitcoin or whatever the heck. So, um, yeah, that's what he that's what he was like. If I can get in front of these people, whatever, whatever. Okay, so while he's there, he meets like his like rival, news to him, but apparently his rival, I'm guessing Mikhail Lezevko, Michael Lezevko. Okay, that's basically. I said Michael. Cause like oh, uh, Glinka, that's why I was like Mikael Glinka. Oh. I mean, it was a black dude that went to my school. His name was Michael. He spelled it like that. Oh, period. I know that's right. <laughs> um, and he's from where he from Serbia, and he is like basically, you know, his little rival, or whatever. And also, it kind of pissed me off because when he met him, he was like, "You're not gonna win this," and Rayquan was like. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. And then he like lightened up. I'm like, nah, I keep the same energy. Like, <laughs> freaking weirdo. All right, boom. So then, um, he gets word that like there's like some black market violin in Serbia, and he's like, oh, Mikhail probably like whatever is the one behind it. So he goes up to Mikhail. He asks him. He's like, oh, boom. Can you like, cause he's like well connected or whatever. He's like, his parents are princes. I don't know. Some some weird. Um, and Mikhail's like, yeah, I, w- I could look into it. All right, so Alicia, which so much has happened. Do you even remember who Alicia is? Alicia <laughs> is like, Alicia's like, okay, she came over. She's the girl from the um, from the insurance company, or not the insurance company. She's the girl. Yeah, she's yeah, the okay. private investigator. The, the private, yeah, not the FBA. Okay, so she comes over and she's gonna go to Serbia to, to look for the violin. An old dude is like, boom, I'm coming too. She's like, no, don't come. You're literally competing at the Tchaikovsky Violin, whatever. He goes anyway. They go to Serbia. They do this thing. They find the violin. 
it's not his violin after all that it's not his violin he come back he gets second place in the, the in the in the competition that's all that happens mind you this is 40 pages that's all that happens did i miss anything <laughs> No, I mean he <laughs> literally left in the in between rounds. That really pissed me off. This a lot of stuff pissed me off, and I'm just like, I'm all for fiction. You know what? To be fair, that really pissed me off. That back, I'm like, it's fiction. I feel like that was that's like an unrealistic fiction aspect that like didn't. That's fine. Like I just understand what his purpose was in going to Serbia because it's just like, what you finna do? You're not going to play on the violin for the last round anyway. You haven't like, been playing on this violin for, like, all this time. Why would you would not going to switch it up? I was like, I got to be there. Why you got to be there? Okay. And also, you did all this work. You brought your girlfriend. You bought all this. You bought. You did all this stuff to go to Serbia randomly in the middle of the competition. Okay. There's so many stuff. I want to find. Okay, so I feel like reading this this little bit and mind you it was only like 40 something pages like yeah i realized that like it's really hard for me to like let go of my bias because i already so so early on i already realized i don't like this book and i try i try to to give it a fresh start every time but it's like you can't even get far without something pissing you off you know what i'm saying like i'd give it a good girl scout try every week just for you know what i'm saying and i wanted to um real quick i wanted to because sometimes i'm like am i doing too much am i doing too much i have a paragraph an entire paragraph an entire you know the paragraphs that your teacher would make you write five sent five to seven sentences mm-hmm. one of them and i want you to tell me if, you, if i'm bugging if i'm bugging First of all, the landing on me. Then I want you to either, you know, add me on Twitter or DM me and tell me like, no, nah, you bugging. This is a be- the one of the greatest literary works of the of the okay. century. Okay. But here go a paragraph of what I'm talking about where it, it don't be talking about nothing. Okay. This is page two eighty one. Here's what he say. So uh let me go on. Let me get the context. Let me get the context real quick. Okay, he even won the rounds. I think second round. Okay, this is what this paragraph say. Um, oh, girl. I li- okay. Ray, Ray couldn't read the words because the basically what's happened is he waited. He's waiting for the results of. Um, let me see. He was waiting for the results of the third round because it's like only six people make the third round, so he's waiting for the results. This is what it say. Ray couldn't read the words on the screen. He was suddenly, stupidly conscious of Mikael's tuxedo clad, shoulder so close to his, Mikael's arm on the armrest, the satin cuff of his sleeve, and the glitter of his opal and silver cufflinks. How had he gotten the armrest? Ray hadn't even realized it was a competition, but now wished that he could put his own tuxedo wrap arm with the good luck cufflinks that Janice had given him last Christmas, picked up from a mall in Charlotte on the armrest, so that was you know, a little M dash claiming it as his own too late. And now Mikhail next to him seemed twice the size of Ray looming blackly and caught first of all. Okay. Sorry. I'm just keep going over. What the hell does blackly mean? Blackly and confidently next to him, like a tuxedo covered cement truck 
how could Ray even begin to compete with a cement truck? I literally bracketed that and I wrote WTF. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. That was a whole bunch of... No- was there a word count necessary for the publisher? I'm so... Lo- like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this was probably the most egregious example because normally it's like... It's, it's like random little sentences. Like, I have another one um bracketed off somewhere that i just wrote like clunky filler because it's just like there's really no need for that and it just gets in the way of the story and it's like the more you normally it's like one sentence at a time da, 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 but and when it adds up you're now 270 pages in with no plot just vibes and it's to the point where i was re- i was realizing that i can't tell what what is it is it do i find ray annoying because I, I find ray annoying as a character i don't i don't even like the main character i find i think he's just annoying or is it the author it's both probably but ray's annoying and then the writing's annoying what i will say mm-hmm. about this paragraph now the freaking janet got you this cuffling what who cares now what i will say at the beginning of the paragraph the only thing i will say okay not me sounding like him i will say that i will say that, that what i, I will say, to say <laughs> but in the future but not in the past but in the present say <laughs> okay um actually no never mind what, what i was saying? gonna i thought that he had said like when he said he was suddenly con- conscious of um michael's arm my guy whatever his name is his arm i thought that he had mentioned something about the detail and i thought that it was like he was honing in on those details because that's what ray like i thought the the setup for that was i was suddenly aware of every detail da, 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 but that's actually not even what it says so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense because i thought like oh well you know he set that up that you know ray was focusing on whatever whatever but he actually literally did not make that up so um i have my own okay one i just want to go in order real quick when we was talking about those weird descriptions oh girl i got a couple let me let me see if we lined up okay so on 258 when he's leaving the hotel for the first time let me get there let me get there let me get there okay go ahead go ahead and and he's telling nicole goodbye he's like you have to lie down oh wait Oh yeah, yeah. You have to lie down, as they say on this side of the pond. I'll check out the Mos- the Moscow ha- hotties and report back. He grabbed a taxi outside and went to check out his competition. Not the Moscow women, although to be fair, there were several head turning young women on the drive. What are you talking? Okay, literally, I wrote. I'm already annoyed. <laughs> this is page two fifty eight. This and, and it starts on two fifty seven. I wrote. I'm already annoyed. Question mark. Like. Yo, Katie, but this one, when I busted out laughing when you told me about page 281, that's not the paragraph I thought you were going to read. Okay, let's see if I have it. paragraph, you have to. This paragraph was the most ridiculous thing in this part of the book, I I believe. Where are you at? Okay, this is the second paragraph on 281. This is when he's playing in the second round. He's on the stage, whatever. He said, and finally, finally, Tchaikovsky, of course, let's be clear. Ray may have looked like a black American, but secretly, secretly, he was Russian. Secretly, he'd spent his life ladling borched and nibbling pelmini, 
vodka, not blood, surged through his veins. He was melancholy because it was always winter in St. Petersburg and jovial because Muscovites are a good-hearted people who love to laugh. He killed the Tchaikovsky. He left serenade melancholy, bawling its eyes out on stage. He bowed. Literally, look at my thing. I got a question mark in the margin. I got a question mark in the margin. I, my mouth was a gape. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, because vodka runs through your vein. First of all, vodka, not blood, runs through your vein. Blood literally runs through Russian people's veins, too. Like, what are you? <laughs> How would they feel like, about this? And this, this is sentence. weird. That's like, them to, oh, he was secretly black American and, and Kool-Aid, not blood, ran through his veins. Like, <laughs> Like, I understand it's like, you know, sometimes you can't flip the script. But, like, that's how ridiculous it sounded to me. Because, like, you played Tchaikovsky well, so, like, what? Like, <laughs> now you spent your life ladling borched? Like, it's just dumb. Like, my patience has run so thin. That was so weird. Like, that it's was just weird. so weird to me. Like, it sub out any other culture, too. It doesn't even have to be black culture. Like, it's just kind of weird. Like yeah. if they were, if he was playing like Arturo Marquez and he was like, and I spent my life making tacos and, and, <laughs> and salsa and our blood ran through my face. Like any other, like any literally something for anything. It's going to sound ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Vodka. Yeah. That is weird. That's weird. Right. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very strange. That's a strange thing to say this is a strange weird paragraph and also it's like okay you wanted to do some whatever with Tchaikovsky there's so many other things you could have said about Tchaikovsky outside of him being Russian that it would have been less clunky it would have been more meaningful to like the piece that you were that Ray is allegedly playing and it's not even like you were saying this in relation to the fact that like not a lot of Americans like no Americans win this competition for for violin or rarely even make it this far like it wasn't like oh he's like playing with all the russians that made it like you're literally saying just because he's playing a piece well that is by a russian composer now he got vodka in his veins (laughs) (laughs) he playing jamaican rumba i spent my my life flying planting and, and eating right like oh my gosh <laughs> it's just a lot of weird like even like you remember it looks like the way he like you remember the sentence where um this is my favorite one i ain't gonna hold you page 260 268 oh at the bottom of the page when he's like after about 20 minutes of warming up alone and not came on the practice room door a middle-aged horse-faced lady i was like what does horse face i don't even want to finish this daggone book because it's just like i feel like we're not even being serious i feel like no one's everyone is refusing to be serious and i don't i don't know if i want to be a part of this anymore i'm not having any fun no it's comedy i am not having a good time and it's just like I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm not trying to do too much, like, you know, whatever. Shout out, to, you wrote your little book or whatever. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not having a good time. I'm not like, I feel like this is like such a a botched opportunity. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, 
go this who saw the violin and even like you know how i know i'm tired Mm. when we got to stuff that could have made the plot thicken with the violin i was just like can you just tell us who it is already because it's like we had to sludge through pimple face you remember that one that's somewhere oh yeah a pimple faced lady we had to sludge through all this vodka blood that like when we got to a scene that would have been you know a nice addition to the plot of like who saw the violin or whatever whatever i wasn't even like excited for it to be there because i was just like i just want to i just want to get to the end because it's just like so much filler and the filler is bad it's like it's not even enjoyable and it's just like even um the amount of time spent like on the competition which like makes sense it's just like has nothing to do and I, I feel like i'm trying to figure out like why did he spend so much time on the competition and maybe it's because um he wants to build like Mikael as a possible you know what's it called suspect mm-hmm. but this is not the right way to do it we should have known about Mikael before you got to russia and you all see- of this stuff yeah yeah go ahead like i was just gonna say like in this late in the book like exactly and then for it to be snuffed out in a couple of chapters like yeah it just it wasn't co- it wasn't really compelling like that part wasn't it just wasn't giving and what was i gonna say hey i forgot what i was gonna say but we spent so much time talking about how you know his mama's dress was tight and she wore nails and how everybody and then it's just like I can't tell you know how like for TV shows like they record like different scenes in different orders and stuff mm-hmm. like that I know for sure he wrote this book cover to cover like I know he ain't I know he because it's just like it's like he losing steam like remember when he he threw in that random scene where some dude randomly touched his hair and he was like not cool man you remember that mm-hmm. and it's just like I was like there you go we need a little something but it's just like you you run out of steam i'm like you could have just wrapped this up we are on page 290 you could have wrapped this up on page 78 it could have like okay so this is one thing now this is something i don't know if i'm tripping or not if it's just clunky or if i just haven't read anything like this before but what did you what did you think about the writing the dialogue in broken english that he did of people who were not native english speakers when did he do that everybody that he talked to in the competition and that weird coach that he had like he wrote he wrote their dialogue like there's levels to this there are some books that if they're writing like they'll write exactly how it sounds mm-hmm. even if it's like a mispronunciation of a word or like just like a regional you know accent that makes a word sound different than how it's actually spelled mm-hmm. and in this he does like he the way he writes the dialogue of people who are not native english speakers is like in a broken english and I I can't tell 
like if I feel like it is how someone might mimic somebody like this Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything like I I feel like it doesn't come from a place of this is like actually how people like this speak because you talking about like when he like give me a page number because honestly I didn't notice until you said something oh really okay so maybe it's just no uh, but also like I had there's a couple times I had to go back and read this morning and it's not because it was early it's because my eyes started glossing over I'm trying to think um I'm trying to find something maybe when was it when he first met Mikael I'm kind of around there yeah yeah because this is page 276 actually let me see it starts on 275 um okay so this is when he's like you are not winning that's on 275 and then 276 um and when Ray's like yeah that's fine he says you do not care that you will lose that's what Michael Michael whatever he, he says and then he says and then Ray tells him like my violin was stolen whatever he says ah I hear of this your violin she was stolen I am sorry of this I don't know I don't know like I'm like maybe I'm tripping but like I feel like there are reasons there's always just linguistically reasons why Mm -hmm. certain like native speakers of certain languages interpret like English the way that they do Mm -hmm. and I feel like I I highly highly doubt that he like that the way that dialogue was written is based on that yeah. I feel like it's just like it's just interpret it's just uh weird assumptions. Yeah, I'm like, but also I'm like, I may be tripping because I don't read a lot of stuff like that. I don't read a lot of English speakers writing broke in broken English, so it just really like it is weird. Like you know, and maybe it mm-hmm. would come across better. It would certainly come across better if it was like if I was watching it on screen because it would be mm-hmm. somebody like actually Not it would be an accent. Any ideas, Delaney? <laughs> Because there would be an actual accent, read. and it would it wouldn't be so flat on the page. Yeah. But it doesn't read well to me. I have to no, be honest; it doesn't. I know. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I am sorry of this. Is that really something? Like I don't know. I I don't know, and I feel like he doesn't either. And that's the problem. He the doesn't. Problem know. is not. Yeah, the problem is not that they have broken English. Because yeah, of course, people who you you speak Serbian, and now you learn english like yeah there's gonna be some stuff in there maybe but i feel like this is kind of just made up like, but also he don't even know how black people talk remember like a couple of chapters ago he was like his mom was like where are you which black lady which which black american talks like that like you were like where you at where you where you staying at what you doing where are you no yeah I don't know, y'all. I'm not having a good time. We're gonna do this again. Somebody had recommended some some books for us, like in the um in the comments. Mm. I feel like we need to do it. We need a redemption book. No, for real, because I feel like I'm convulsing. Like just to get this, but like, so what? There's also one thing that I was like, like just even details that are just like don't make any sense like that i'm just like this is our basic thing and it's like 
on one hand you can view it you can view it two ways and maybe i'm just being picky but i immediately caught this but also like i'm reading with fresh eyes but also this was like through a publisher somebody should have edited this book and i feel like this is a really like basic mistake especially at this point Mm-hmm. in the um in the competition there's only six people did you notice that there's six fi- that there were seven finalists no but i also was barely holding on where's that at because <laughs> at first okay let me see so 295 at first i thought which was way worse at first i thought he had mixed up the korean and the chinese character which i was like bro mean on brand that's not good so when they're playing in the third round he says that there's a korean woman and they see he says oh her stuff is just all right mm-hmm. then um let's see he says, okay, on 295, he says, the Chinese woman was solid but not great. This is the first time we're ever hearing of this person. Then he said, so that's one. The French guy had been too nervous. That's two. Then the two Russians, three, four, were brilliant. But Ray didn't think they quite matched Michael's style and power. And then there's Michael and then there's Ray. That's six people. Mm-hmm. Then a couple paragraphs later, they say the six final- finalists made their way to the stage. Sixth went to the French guy. Fifth to the Chinese, fourth to the Russian violinist. Oh, wait, no, 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 never mind. Okay, sixth to the French guy, fifth to the Chinese, fourth to one of the Russian violinists, third to the Korean, and then there's two left. And as we know, Ray won second, my kid won third. Where did the other Russian go? From the top of the page. Because he says the two Russians were brilliant. Where did he go? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't notice that. I, oh, I noticed it immediately because I felt, because you know why I noticed it immediately? Was because at first I thought he had, because he said the Chinese woman. And I feel like that implied that we already knew that there was a Chinese woman and there was not. This is the the editor in me probably which is why i'm (laughs) catching stuff like this Mm -hmm. but he said the and that's why i thought at first this is why i scrutinized this because i thought at first that he had mixed up the chinese woman and the korean woman that he had already introduced and Mm -hmm. i was like that is a grave mistake turns out he did not do that but added a whole other person in the mix of the six there's only six finalists Mm -hmm. added a whole other person in there i'm like this is what happens when you just be throwing characters around I'm and saying. you don't keep track of what you're doing. Like I feel like that's what happens. I'm telling you, from a couple a couple uh couple episodes ago, who are these niggas? <laughs> it's like you you still don't have no character. I can't I don't really like Ray as a character. We like don't I, even know him. Besides the we fact don't. Yeah. Like we can't eat, we can't like him. Like, Ain't nothing to like. There's no, there's no redeeming quality about Ray except. Yeah, and all the qualities we do know about him are not positive. <laughs> we know that he be, he got weird ways of thinking about <laughs> women. We know that he 
has these weird clapbacks. He's a little like I don't know. Like he's a little like he's sassy, but like he don't have good comebacks. So it'd be like just awkward. It's like okay, Ray. <laughs> if I knew Ray in real life, I would not talk to him. Oh, for sure. He would definitely be one of those one of those you know. What <laughs> actually I'm not gonna say that. But yeah. Like I feel like his uh, yeah instead of instead of introducing all these new characters and stuff like that if you took more time for us to get to know Ray like I like Ray at the beginning when he was sweet when his grandma was saying him like stay sweet da 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 and then he got like this we- and he just got weird and he gets weirder and weirder like yeah I just Ray's just not likable to me like he works I'm trying not to be like too you know bias so i'm trying to be like i'm trying to keep it cute but like he's just not likable to me it's just like yeah you worked hard and you at, at the tchaikovsky whatever but it's just like you're annoying and weird and yeah i don't yeah i'm much sitting so here like, like yeah i'm sitting here like really trying to muster up something good to say it's just not there. Like, you know, when you're sucking on a straw, and it's, it's like... You got to move the bottom of the cup around so you can get it. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, I hope y'all believe me that I really wish I could find something good to say. I don't like it at all. Everything I, I did about the- say something good in my TikTok. That was my one little thing, but yeah. I already said that on the show last week, so... the What I liked about Ray happened already. Well, I mean, about the book happened already. I like the grandma character, even though I thought like, no, okay. To be fair, I feel like the relationship was enough. I realized we still don't know why his mama hates him. I forgot about that. I forgot. Just angry black woman, apparently. Yeah, like this stank and greedy. Yeah, you never. Wait, you read the end? You we ever find out why? No, girl. No, that really makes me tight. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, like y'all, and, and and the fact that I'm sitting here, and that y'all know I finished this book, and I'm still, I still feel, I'm just telling you, nothing is gonna change. <laughs> that actually makes um, me so tight. I'm talking about you. You introduced eighty-seven different people throughout the book, and it's like, if honestly, because there were moments that I did like, I did like how his aunt. Okay, let me ask you, real quick, since you know. Actually, no, I'm not gonna do that because people are listening. I'll just wait. I'm literally gonna read it in a couple of days. Um, I feel like it could have been a way better story if one, if we just like got to know Ray a little bit more as a person, which all we know about Ray is the stuff that happened to him, and we have to then infer how that impacted his personality. Like we, all we can do is infer because you don't help us out. If we could know a little bit more backstory on Ray without taking the King James version to get there, just tell us a little something. Develop the relationship with the grandma a little bit more. I feel like we know a little bit. We know, but it's just like that could have been a little bit deeper. I would love to know more about Pop Pop. It's like the stuff that actually matters. The Tchaikovsky violin competition does not matter. Unless they found that violin in Russia. And the only way he was going to get it is if he was in Russia. Am I right? 
Hmm? My, okay, you weren't even listening. Oh, never mind. No, what'd you say? You said... Is the violin in Russia? Is the violin in Russia? Yeah. No, it's not. Okay, so the, we didn't even need to hear about the competition. The competition was null and void. Every, f- every round was a chapter. Why? Exactly. Like, honestly, you could have... you. The book could have ended with him going to the competition. He found his violin, and then work backwards from there because it just did not matter. It just did not matter. And then you spent all this time building out all these weird teachers he was working with to do with the roles, all this other stuff. Like just you spent wasted all this time. It's just like I just want to know more about Ray. I want to know why his mama hate him. I want to know more about Pop Pop, and I want to know who. And then that's it. We don't need no girlfriend unless she stole it. We don't need no nothing because you didn't even build up the fact that like this this dude go his whole life out of girlfriend and he meets some random girl and now they dating and now she in Russia with him. Be serious. So it's like you just spent all this time doing this stuff. All we gotta know is mama, grandma, and that's it. And then tell us about the violin and build a story. Build build suspects. Build it up. Write a mystery. Did you ever read Nancy Drew? You ain't read one Nancy Drew book. You could have started there, and then you could have wrote something better. Can I tell you something that's gonna piss you off? Is it spoiling? Cause they listen it's, too. It's not really about like it's not gonna tell you who stole the violin or what happened okay. at all. Okay. At this point, we only have a couple chapters left. Really, like less, like I think less than fifty pages at this point. There is nothing at all that we've read so far that has anything to do with who stole the <laughs> violin. <laughs> I can tell you at you this point, Kate. I am not. You are. I, I'm telling you, Katie. There is nothing at this point, like. No, literally nothing in the entire book that we've read so far that has anything to do with what happened. You just pissed me off. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like you just <laughs> made me so tight. You just made me so mad. I, I know. I know because I I realized that, and I was like, I would never get that time back. Because you just made me so mad. Like I'm not even, I'm not even trying to like be dramatic. You really just made me so mad. Because I mean, there's the setup, but the setup has nothing to do. Really, nothing to do with what happened. You spent so much time on the Munchins. The Munchins are from Matilda. What are they called? The Marxes. Yeah, the Marxes. You spent so much time. That whole middle part, I'm the so competition, I'm nothing. So mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I might just read it tonight. Just like, I, so I would just get it over with. It'll I'm go so quick. Mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Because it's <laughs> like, there are people who can actually write. Okay, boom. Okay, I was at the car. I was at the car. Um, I was at the car place the other week, right? And so I was between my phone and watching, you know, like whatever daytime cop. It was like a daytime cop show, and I was like, not the police, but I was like, I'm not gonna eat my phone battery, so I'm gonna see what they're talking about. There are so many ways to take it. If you can't write, take the most obvious way to write a mystery since you can't write. Boom. The episode opened up. There's this dude. Oh my God! Someone stole my car. Oh my God! Someone stole my car. Like, it, I'm a director. He was a director in the movie. I'm a director. Uh, it's a fifty million dollar Ferrari. Whatever. Da da da. Like we it was on set. Now it's not there. Boom. We go through like three different suspects. People are putting stuff together. You know, interspersed. They at the dinner table. Da da da. Turns out what? After 
60 minutes it turns out that dude who was panicking about his car being stolen is the one who actually stole it so he could get the insurance right off that's a simple lickety split law and order does it whatever this cop show was that i was watching at the car place every show does something like that it's basic writing you should have stuck to that we could have been in and out in 100 maybe 150 pages could have been on what pad girl we would have known more about ray you could have told us about pop pop you could have told us about um why his mama hate him Maybe even a little bit Uncle Thurston, if you wanted to. Or the relationship that he had with Rochelle. Not all. Pick. And use use that way to tell a story. That's like the most basic way to solve a crime. By doing the person that is like the least obvious. Because because it's like they're the ones who whatever. Ray should have stole it. Like, come on now. It's just not it's just why do people like it i want to do a poll no for real and i feel because apparently my auntie read it i'm gonna ask what? her what she I'm, i haven't asked her what she what she think yet i'm curious because she you know she's not a musician at all i'm i'm low-key curious to see you see know what, what she do? think we should do a cross-reference i want to read something i don't know nothing about yeah let me yeah let me read the medical conspiracy or something like that the scalpel conspiracy <laughs> because like, people like, you know how doctors behave in Grey's Anatomy because it's just like that would never happen but like girls go up for Grey's Anatomy but Grey's Anatomy has a plot it also has Shonda so I Shonda feel like, I feel yeah and I feel like of course like cops are probably looking at law and order like girl detectives and stuff like that but at the same time it's like there are always elements of that and I feel like this takes it to the next level because even when we see like think of times that you've seen oh there's a movie called A Late Quartet that's a good movie but anytime we've seen people play instruments in movies we're like that doesn't look natural the pitch is going up but you're going but <laughs> you're going back on the you're shifting mm-hmm. back on the fingerboard and you're on the seat string and that's clearly you can't play that it's the t- like you know we're noticing those things and they're they're discrepancies but they're not enough to me like this is totally this whole thing is done for me yeah like but this is like i think it's too far because a late quartet is a good movie and it don't look like they're really playing those instruments but it's about a string quartet and everything else I mean, I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but at the time I saw it, I was probably in college or maybe I was like my senior year of high school. So I knew enough, you know, and the only thing that there was like a weird dynamic between the first and second violin. So I'm like, I don't think the second violin is really harbor that much animosity towards first violin. Like you just playing your part. But yeah. other than that, but also there was another reason because it was so infidelity. It was, it was, that movie is actually very good, but, um, but I'll have to see it again. But that was something that's like, yeah, they were unrealistic. That was really the only unrealistic part. But like, other than that, you could say they probably brought somebody in who knew what they was talking about. Yeah, and it's also like there's some liberties you're gonna take when you're when you're making art because one is art, and two, it's like just because it's based off of something real doesn't mean everything about it has to be real. Like, yeah, it's not a documentary. Yeah, like um. I remember like when that Jacqueline Dupre movie came out, I thought it was very good. It was very dramatized. It really um 
it really like uh play with her and expanded upon like her struggles with you know developing multiple what's it called multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. um mc because not for y'all not gonna catch me out here ms um, ms <laughs> i told you i got up at three not too much um and really like it really dramatized her ms and like and in her struggle, ch- ch- I remember there's a one scene because she had she was playing this fifty million dollar cello or something like that, and she like there was like one scene where she like had it in the sun, like you know like just because she was so frustrated and stuff like that. It's like even as a musician, it didn't really bother me because I'm just like okay, like you're telling a story. Nothing here seems fluffy. Nothing here seems unrealistic, even though there were elements of it being unrealistic. You know, like the overall the overall story was like what am I trying to say it's not like the problem I have with this book okay let me rephrase one of the many problems I have with this book is the (laughs) fact that there is so much stuff that gets in the way of you enjoying the book because at the first half it was like it was like the racial stuff and like come on it's called classically black like we talk about black stuff that's not the yeah. point. The point is that like every turn, everybody was racist. It was like he might as well been, I don't know. It gave historical fiction. Yeah, but At, he but in got an iPhone. 20, right. <laughs> like what? Then we went from that to knowing to getting a twenty-page anecdote about every person he ever met in his entire life. Damn, and we still don't know anything about the island. There hasn't been any. We literally like the. I remember last week. That whole part could have been cut out because I'm, we haven't the seen whole the thing. Le- everything between part one and <laughs> part seven. <laughs> we haven't seen Alicia since since double digits. That is crazy, Katie. Everything, literally everything between part one, which ended on page thirty-eight, between where we are now, part seven. The book is underneath my laptop, so I'm not getting it. I don't know what page it is. Everything, literally, none of that has to do <laughs> with the end of this book. I'm so tight. I'm actually really upset because it's like a botched opportunity. Who published this book? You know, and I'm not trying to make him feel bad or anything like that. Like, I'm just like, you, next book tank, like, you're going to have to, like. He is working on another book. Apparently, a second book about a misocologist. Mm. See y'all next summer. Or summer of 2024. <laughs> when our streams to go down. The musicological conspiracy. I don't know if it's a mystery novel or not. Yeah, um, I hope not. I mean, neither was this. So, like, there was no mystery. There was no conspiracy either. Yeah, like, the mystery. Actually, I'm not going to say that. We've said enough. <laughs> I ain't trying to, I'm, we on his head but it's just like but that's the only place to be like I'm telling y'all <laughs> I would like I am begging for some redemptive like some redemptive quality it's not there it's not there I don't I like I just don't like it man I don't like it I just don't understand like why so many people like it like what about it I have a theory why it, why for some of that Something you gonna say here or after? Nah, cause I don't oh. want to be. I don't want to come across a certain way. So, but I'm also, but also like I think also part of it is I can't, I can't read this from outside of myself. 
And so well, I feel like there are some there are some things where it's certainly we've acknowledged that that there are some things that we're just too close to mm-hmm. to the industry to the like we're just too close. So it's just like off putting. And there's a lot of things that will I'm sure land completely differently for somebody who is not. So that could account for some of that. I just can't. Okay, I'm not trying to do too much, but this is probably too much. But I'm gonna say it. I can't imagine you enjoying good novels and then reading this and being like, "This is good." Like when my when my friend was like, "Oh, this finished my conspiracy," and I was like, "You you were an English teacher and you enjoyed it." Like I just don't. That might be harsh, but like when you used to apply, and then also it just goes against, it just goes against everything I've been taught as a writer, mm-hmm. you know, as a scholar. It's just like what happened to clear and concise, even if it's a book. What happened to clear and concise? Like the fact that you we could literally chop the middle hundred pages out. And we will miss nothing in the development. The way that we've been with Ray for pages and pages. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about his motivation. Well, that's not true. Let me not do too much. His motivation is his grandmother, I think. I don't I don't know. And how did that change after her, his grandmother died? Like, there's, there, that time that you spent rambling on about nothing could have been time to develop Ray as a character maybe he would not get on my nerves so much because I would know him more like I just don't understand how you enjoy good novels and be like yep just ate it up someone gonna have to bring me to the light pull me aside tap me on the shoulder and be like yeah girl let me show you and uh, you know I might be able to look at it from a different perspective but I just it's just really frustrating it's it's a letdown yeah yeah dang that was something else I was gonna say but yeah it's just like I just was like, this was so perfect for our show. Like, literally, mm-hmm. what? A freaking black a book about a black classical musician? We classically black, like, whatever. I have really high hopes. And the fact that it would be different if I had really high hopes and it just kind of fell flat, like, oh, I didn't really care for it. I actively dislike it. And that's really, <laughs> like, that's really sad to me. Like, I, yeah. I really, really wanted to like it. I really did. Like, uh, I'm so, and I can't even remember the last time I reacted. Granted, I don't read fiction. I'm trying to, I'm going to start, but as of right now, like I don't read a lot of fiction, so we could give a break there. I don't remember the last time I actively disliked the book, but also. Whatever. I mean, I read, I read a lot of fiction. I think I only read fiction. Well, that's not true. 90% of what I read is fiction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm about to start reading fiction. I'm about to... Fiction be lit. Don't you, especially you got to get into like black like fairies and wizards i'm and doing like fantasy novels I'm fantasy that's what it's, it literally has a name <laughs> a black fantasy yeah like children of butt and bone when stuff be they eyes be lighting up and stuff yeah girl it's i'm lit. very curious about that i would do children of butt and bone is a good thing to add to uh, it's a good book to add to your list okay like i don't know yeah i'm disappointed that the last book i actively disliked was the grapes of wrath Oh, oh very similar just rambling on and on so and the old man to see literally same thing he was on that boat with that fish well other way i'm on the boat no on the boat with that fish for like 50 pages which could have been cut out maybe he read that before he wrote this book 
don't know. All right, y'all. Next week, grand finale. Well, finale. I'm. I will read tonight, but I want to lay down. So we gonna see. All right, y'all. Time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Dr. Vernell A. Bennett Fairs. She is the president of Lemoyne Owen College. Um, she began her tenure as president at Lemoyne Owen College, also in Memphis. Shout out to Memphis, period. On January 5th, 2021, her career spans 26 years in higher education. She's a trained vocalist and orator who has served as an associate professor and college administrator. However, her most cherished uh, role is that, of, is that of a student advocate. Previously, she was vice president of student affairs at Delta State um university a native of lorraine ohio dr Burnett fairs began her post-secondary career at kentucky state university as a non-tenure track instructor of music dr Burnett fairs uh career spanned 20 years at ksu where her final role was vice president of student affairs uh she's a former who's who among college uh and university professor. She was recently recognized by the Memphis Business Journal as a 2021 Superior Woman in Business. Uh, she's currently a protege in the 2020-2021 cohort of American Association of State Colleges and University Millennium Leadership Initiative. She's also a member of the AACU's, whoop, the AASCU's 2021 New President Academy cohort. Co- She's an alum of the Executive Leadership Summit, the Hawkins Scott Leadership Institute, Leadership Kentucky, and Leadership Mississippi. Uh, Dr. She's, oh, okay. She's a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated in the Memphis chapter of the Lynx. Uh, Dr. Bennett received her Bachelor's in Music and Vocal Arts performance from Fisk University, Master's in Arts of in Vocal Performance at Eastern Michigan University, and Doctor of Education and Administration um and instruction from the University of Kentucky. So shout out to Dr. Bennett Fair. Shout out to Sister Greek. We see you. Um and yeah, period. Period. Girl, I do not be in my classical music bag. Um I need to I need to bring I need to discover some new stuff. That's the problem. And because a lot of a lot of my discovery comes from just playing. Like I just play new pieces. I'm like, okay now I'm listening to this. Mm-hmm. So I think now that I'm not playing, I'm just like, I do not be listening to nothing because I'll be sick of everything. Not sick of it, but it just don't be coming to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so my piece of the week is the Von Williams uh, piano quintet. Quintet? Yeah, quintet, which is a very pretty piece of chamber music. Girl, I was finally studying something new too because uh, I would listen to what I play, which I mean is excerpts, but I was trying to, I started learning the Bach fourth uh the fourth box week prelude and jen was like so i was like all right girl i mean she's right but like i just thought like i've been playing the second suite for years like it's dragging it babe she's <laughs> like so the job or not like what? okay <laughs> she didn't say it like that but that's basically what she said she really like disliked my little plan i'm like i'm just gonna learn a little sonata a little box week like it ain't nothing it's, it's nothing crazy um my girl's piece i was gonna tell you sphinx to 2023 
girl. I need to. I could. I could do sofa, but let me not waste my time. <laughs> Grand <laughs> prize, Lori, audience choice. I feel like you. This fix is not your first competition. You gotta, and that's a completely different mindset. I need to get a job first. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for listening to Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black X suggestion, or an enriching suggestion, send it to classicblackpodcast.gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBM. We got a conference coming up or a convenient con- coming up. It's free. And if you join, just hold on, girl. I is black musicians on social media. I is black musicians at gmail.com. I'm lying. That's not what it is. I is black musicians. Girl, it's in the link. Um, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye y'all. Also the read is back, so listen to the read. Okay. Bye. <laughs>